is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hey there, fellow consulting sourcing enthusiasts. Welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Elaine, and I'm back with another episode of a series, How to Buy Consulting Services Like a Pro. So if you're looking for mastering the art of sourcing consulting services, you've come to the right place. Today, we're going to tackle the next crucial step in the process, briefing your candidates and handling the Q&A session. Let's kick things off by revisiting last week's episode and recapping the key takeaways on how to refine your list of candidates for your project and check references, of course. Yes, we know it's not the most exciting topic, but trust us, it's essential to make the right choice. First thing off, don't skip checking references. Don't be fooled by flashy website and smooth talking consultants. You want to make sure the consulting firm you're considering has the skills and experience they claim to have. When checking references, make sure you ask the right questions, focus on the consultant's understanding of your situation, their knowledge and experience, but also their fit with your team and culture, or whatever is relevant to your project, of course. And make sure you're getting genuine feedback. That's why we use the O4R approach, your real, relevant, recent, and related. So don't waste time talking to fake references of hearing about outdated projects. Last but not least, don't compromise on the references. If a consulting firm refuses to provide references or uses confidentiality as an excuse, don't hesitate to call in a third-party player like Consulting Quest to help you check the references and make the right choice for your project. Remember, checking references is not only about ensuring that the consulting firm has the necessary skills and experience, but also about ensuring that you have a good fit and potential working relationship with the consultant team. So take the time to do a try. In case you missed our previous episode, you can listen to all of our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. And if you prefer reading, you can find the full transcript on the thought leadership section of our website, consultingquest.com. Now in this episode, we'll cover everything you need to know about preparing and delivering a comprehensive briefing to your consulting candidates, as well as how to handle the Q&A sessions. So get ready to take some notes and let's dive in. You've selected the best consulting firms to send your RFP to, but before you start sharing your company's secret sauce, take a step back and ask yourself, did we sign an NDA with them? Why is it so important, you ask? Well, you know, you'll be sharing confidential information about your strategy, your product lines, your innovation, and the other trade secret that gives your company a competitive advantage. So let's face it, consulting makes business of selling their expertise and knowledge. If you've worked with a firm before, it's worth checking if they have an MSA, which often includes a confidentiality clause, or an active NDA. But even if they've signed something already, it might be worth considering signing a specific NDA for this project, especially if the information is particularly sensitive. That way you can show the consultant that confidentiality is a top priority for you. So remember, don't overlook the NDA. It's an essential step in the process that can save you for potential headaches 
down the road. Now it's time to send your RFPs to your consulting candidates. But what if you're on a tight schedule and you need to speed things up? Well, Finland, I've got a couple of tricks of my leaves to help you accelerate the process. First, consider sending along the terms and conditions with your RFP. This way, contract negotiation can be done in parallel. Believe me, I've been there before. Contract negotiations can sometimes take longer than the selection process itself. You know, I once spent nearly three weeks ironing out the liability and warranty and IP clauses, causing my clients to postpone their project multiple times. It was a real shame. So secondly, schedule your briefings with the consultants before you even receive the proposal. You know, by doing this, you won't waste precious time trying to find a suitable time slot that works for everyone. Trust me, these couple of days can make a big difference. Now, let me make a case for the power of briefing. I know some executive and procurement leaders out there prefer to have a first round of proposals on paper. But trust me, when it comes to consulting, that's a recipe for disaster. Unless you enjoy drowning in a sea of 15 suppliers proposal or how you have a project so straightforward that it practically seems twinkle, twinkle, little star, right? But let's be real here, my friends. Having a lineup of 15 suppliers in the first round, that's just plain bonkers. It's like playing a game of chance where your odds of success are measly one out of 15. That's a whooping 6%, by the way. No, I don't know about you, but I, would, I wouldn't bet my project's future on those same changes, right? So let's think about it logically. Proposal, as impressive as they may be, are just fancy pieces of paper. They don't tell you the whole story. You can't access the chemistry of the fit between your team and the consultants from a proposal alone. It's like judging a book by its cover without even peeking inside. Here's a smarter approach. Let's show some respect for the consultant's time and energy. Preparing a proposal takes a whole lot of effort. And in the world of consulting, time is money, my friend. Instead of bombarding them with requests for a proposal right off the bat, let's be more considerate. That's where the beauty of the briefing session comes in. Schedule it before receiving those proposals. It's your chance to dive deeper, ask questions, and really get to know the consultants. You can clarify your needs, understand their expertise and approach, and establish that all-important personal connection. You know, a successful project isn't just about numbers on paper or a fancy presentation. It's about people working together, synergizing their skills, and creating something amazing. So let's put that extra effort and give ourselves a fighting chance to find the perfect consultant match. Trust me, the payoff will be well worth it. India. Now, during these crucial briefing sessions, there are a few key points to cover. Let's break it down, shall we? First thing first, you want to make sure those consultants have done their homework. They should have read your RFP. So it's the perfect opportunity to check the understanding of the project at hand. These steps serve two purposes. Not only can you assess whether they've truly grasped the essence of your project, but it also allows you to gauge the clarity and effectiveness of your RFP. And trust me, feedback on your RFP writing skills is a rare gem in the consulting world, and it can help you fine tune your future RFPs. Moving on, it's time to give the consultants the floor, engage them to ask questions about the background and the context of your project. 
this is their chance to dive deeper and gain a comprehensive understanding of your unique situation. The more information they have, the better equipped they'll be to tailor the approach and provide valuable insights. Now here's where position becomes your best friend. Be crystal clear about the exact scope of the project. Specify which parts of the company will be involved, which functions will be impacted, and the number of people who will be affected. This level of detail is crucial for the consultants to accurately cite their team and determine the workload required. The more precise you are, the more accurate their proposal will be and the better the price. So let me share a little insider tip with you. When consultants aren't completely certain about the scope of a project, they tend to err on the side of caution. So they'll take a safety net approach and slightly overestimate the workload to mitigate any uncertainties. Is there a way of covering all their bases and ensuring they're prepared for any unexpected tweaks and turns? So here's the secret tip. When you provide clear and precise details during the briefing session, you remove that safety net. Consultants can confidently assess the actual workload and deliver a more competitive price. And well-crafted questions can go a long way. Let me share you with two power-packed questions that are sure to make an impact during your briefing session. Ready? Focus. Here they are. First, we have the question that sets the stage for success. What does success look like? Trust me, my friends, even if the consultants don't ask it, put it on the table. These questions give them a clear picture of the end game, the ultimate goal you're aiming for. Why is it so important? Well, then me, let me tell you another secret. There are hundreds of ways to answer an RFP. And each consultant might have a unique approach. By sharing your vision of success, you provide them with a clear direction, ensuring that everyone is on the same page. Now let's move on to our second question. And that's a gem. What would make you choose us? Ideally, the question should come from the consultant themselves, but here's the genius part. You can initiate it. Why? Because it's a smart way to know exactly what you're looking for in a consulting firm. It forces you to articulate the criteria for selection and prioritize them. Think of it as a mini reflection exercise that helps you align your needs and expectations. And hey, even those people are already mentioned in your RP, these questions give them an extra spotlight. All right, folks. So let's dive now into the accelerating world of Q&A session, because guess what? They actually start right during the briefing itself. Before you jump into the nitty gritty, let's take a moment to understand the true purpose of this process. Picture this. The goal of the briefing and the subsequent Q&A session is to arm all the consultants with the essential information they need to craft a masterpiece of a proposal. We want them to bring their A game, right? But here's the catch. Every consultant should have access to the same information. Yes, it's all about a level playing field. Now, here's a fascinating observation I've made over the years. Executives tend to become more direct and more comfortable with the briefing process. The answers become sharper, more precise, and loaded with valuable insights. And that gives a clear advantage to the last consultant who receives the briefing. But hey, that's not fair play. To ensure fairness and maintain healthy competition, it is crucial to share the same information with every consultant. This levels the playing field and allows all the consultants to put their best foot forward. 
It's like giving everyone the same set of tools so they can enlist their creativity and dazzle you with their proposals. During the briefing and subsequent Q&A, consultants may come up with their own unique set of questions. They're like little puzzle pieces scattered around, waiting to be assembled into a complete picture. Now your mission, should you accept it, is to gather all the questions and create a comprehensive FAQ document. By consolidating the questions asked during the sessions, you're ensuring that all the consultants receive the same information. It's like giving them a treasure trove of answers, neatly packaged and ready to be unleashed upon the world. Plus, it saves you from the hassle of repeating yourself multiple times. Efficiency, my friends, efficiency. You know, I know that some consultants may hate hearing that, right? This is the age-old dance between consultants and clients. You know, let's imagine that you're in the middle of a Q&A session and a consultant throws a question you were that seems oh so crafty. They're trying to unlock the secrets of the universe, or in this case, get an advantage in the proposal game. Sneaky, sneaky, right? But fear not, my fellow seekers of fairness. Remember that you hold the power in this cosmic consulting journey. You have the ability to decide what information should remain private. So my advice to you is this, embrace the spirit of fairness, but don't be afraid to set boundaries. Share the information that will enable consultants to craft exceptional proposal, but keep certain details private when necessary. I know it's a delicate balance, like walking a tightrope on the consultings in the consulting circus. When we're in the range of this episode, it's time to gather our thoughts and uncover the golden nuggets of wisdom from today's episode. So my dear listeners, here are the key takeaways to remember. First, sign that NDA. When sharing confidential information with consulting firms, ensure that you have a non-disclosure agreement in place. Protect your secret source and maintain trust. Embrace the power of briefing. Don't jump straight into reviewing proposal on paper. Schedule a briefing session with the consultants to clarify your needs and ask questions. And of course, establish a personal connection. It's like a prelude to the consulting symphony. Precision is the name of the game. Be crystal clear about the scope of your project, the specific areas it will impact, and the number of people involved. The more precise you are, the more accurate the proposals will be. And hey, it might even help you get a better price. Two powerful questions to add during briefing. First, explain what success looks like to align expectations and give a clear direction to consultants. Second, tell them what would make you choose them. It helps you articulate your selection criteria and prioritize them. Keep it fair and share the same information. In the spirit of fairness, consolidate the questions asked during the Q&A session and ensure that all consultants have access to the same information. It's the golden rule of equality in the consulting universe. Well, folks, that's a wrap for today's episode. But don't you worry, the adventure doesn't stop here. In fact, we're just getting warmed up. So what's in store for our next rendezvous? Brace yourself because you'll be diving headfirst into the thrilling world of comparing and analyzing proposals. So mark your calendar, set those reminders, and join me next time on Smart Consulting Sourcing for another electrifying episode. Till then, stay safe.
and have this sort of thing. And if you have any question about today's topic or any consulting procurement related topic, actually, remember you can always contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email because I'm always gay for a chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.